Yes, my friends, and welcome to episode five of the John Mahon Show. But it's a podcast. <sighs> uh, you a bit sleepy over there, Ollie. Huh? You a bit sleepy. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I just, just woke it up. Um, was, what, are you, what are you saying? Uh, are you okay? Do I, do I need to grab you? I feel like I need some sort of, uh, need some sort of token for my, for my sleep. For your sleep. My friends, do you do you have any sleep tokens for Ollie? And scene, scene. Look at that. Like, yeah. Just, oh, I'm not actually tired. A little, a little setup and a segue. Yeah. I thought I was very tired. Ollie's actually drinking coffee as we speak. Yeah. Well, the reason I did that is because this episode we mainly talk about sleep tokens. Last album, which came out, which literally came out a few days before we recorded the episode. Yep. So it was hot on the on the press. Was that was that a the hot, saying? A hot take. Hot off the press. Is that the saying? The record. The record being hot off the press. Hot off the press. Is that like a vinyl thing when they used to actually like... I think it's more newspapers. Because I feel like uh, when they print them out, it's like hot. But anyway, this album, I mean, it's still probably on the tip of people's tongues. Yep. Or people still discovering it. Yep. It's a great album. Probably my album of the year. And we talk about it a lot. It's definitely in my top three for sure. At the moment, it's number one. Well, and coming up on this episode, we talk about the, we listen to the album. So you probably won't hear the clips of the song. So you'll hear us talk a little bit about each song. And then we also preview the Heavy Music Awards. We do indeed. And if you heard on the last episode, right at the end of the last episode, we set up an easter egg for this episode because ollie very very kindly reminded me of a story that happened at the heavy music awards because we can now talk about the heavy music awards because they've actually happened but in this episode they hadn't so we're yeah. talking about the future but yeah ollie referenced something that happened to me at the heavy music awards well you took you getting the name wrong yeah <laughs> yeah john was kindly Asked to uh, present the, probably one of the biggest awards of Genuinely, the night. Genuinely. Best I, album. Like, out of all the awards to botch but you, the reading. Your, present, your whole bit was a lot better than most people. You came out with a lot of confidence and a lot of... Do you know why? Why? Right. I treated it like NFL coaches treat trying to park up a locker room because i've been watching loads and loads basically the stuff that i consume outside of music is all nfl related and from that stuff you get to hear like former players talking about like what locker room culture was like and there's a very popular phrase that they use to describe some coaches which is they motherfucked the motivation into them which is by dropping a motherfucker to get someone motivated. Uh, so I came straight out. And listen up, like, you motherfuckers. Pretty much. I was like, oh, oh, oh. Get your head in the game, Wembley. And then I was like, did a little bit of speaking. And then I was like, look at this, motherfuckers. And as soon as I did yeah. that, people were like. Well, I think the thing is, like, most people that get asked to uh, present, they just get up there and they get told to just say and the nominees are or what the award is and the nominees are and you just went off script oh yeah so basically let me talk you through like what the backstage like lead up to that moment was like for me because i was there like early like i turned up early 
to that little segment that I had to do. So I think they wanted me there at like 9.45. I was there at 9.30, like 15 minutes. I just nice. stood there on my own. And then they were like, yeah, yeah, we're not ready for you. Yeah, we'll take you backstage when it's ready. I was like, okay, cool, no worries. So then they take me back into the backstage area and I'm getting briefed by someone. Uh, they're like, when you go on stage, there's like an auto cue. Basically say this, make sure you say this. And I was like, that's all good. Just give me the key points. Like what, like, you know, what do I need to tear? What do I need to send home? <laughs> Easy. And literally as that person goes and that's pretty much it i can hear some music playing behind her and she's like oh and that's your music to go out on stage and i was like shouldn't i be next to the stage then so like we're sprinting down this corridor and then i get to end this corridor turn out and there's basically like backstage wembley arena like yeah. behind the stage and andy from the heavy music awards basically lobs a wireless microphone at me i walk up these set of stairs and like the entrance music for me to walk out on is either finished playing or is like fading out alex baker's like where is he where is he and i don't even know if the microphone's on so i'm walking out on stage going oh Oh, oh, just to try yeah. and get like a little bit of feedback going. It didn't, from an outside perspective, it didn't seem like anything was going wrong. That's okay the then. That's okay then. Because yeah. it, it was, it was a very hectic, like, here's your brief. Oh, and your music's playing. So you need to be on stage now. Yeah. Probably seemed longer when you were at, at the time. Yeah. And like I think every I, step was just, you were like running in slow motion. <laughs> yeah. And I was like trying not to sound out of breath when I was like talking. Cause I just had to sprint down a corridor. <gasps> All right, Wembley. Uh, check out the nominees. And the only thing that I planned to say was something that was actually true, which is when I spoke to Dave and Andy at the end of the previous year's Heavy Music Awards, I did say to both of them, I was like, you're going to need a bigger boat. Cause so that was a true conversation. That was a true conversation. Because I was like, you've definitely, and they said, out, you've John, definitely outgrown this Kennedy is a Temple. venue. This is the boat. <laughs> Thanks, Ollie. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is a venue. Just, no, they, they don't understand metaphors. <laughs> no metaphors whatsoever, just dead pan litter. Huh? What? What? <laughs> you think we should do this on a boat? I mean... That would be quite cool. I mean, now that you've said it. The Heavy Music Awards Cruise. Yeah. Oh, bro. Down yeah. the Thames. <laughs> yeah, down the Thames. Well, they used to remember the Metal Hammer Awards back in the day. At the O2 Arena? Yeah, so they used to have a boat that went there. Did they? And they, yeah. Well, they had two boats. I used to go on one of the boats, which was mainly just drinks and hanging. Ah. But the other boat, they used to have bands play on it. Ah, take damn. people to the uh, to the awards. Maybe, just maybe, let's take this bitch literal and put it on a boat. Yeah, imagine manifest that. that. Holy shit! Well, we we actually didn't get to the end of this story and where this whole tidbit anecdote came from. And then, so like, he woke up. <laughs> it was all a dream. <laughs> it wasn't because. I introduced and the nominees are the video package plays and then I go and the winner is and because Bad Omens oh no no sorry this is where I botch it I go and the winner is Bad Omens with the death of the peace of mind to be honest I don't think anyone really noticed at the time mm. because all you did is add an extra the, the. which death if you are the. saying it as a sentence the death of peace of mind. I think the off, the two ofs make it a, a bit tricky to say without the the. I think the the makes it easier. It's the death the, of the peace of mind. Yeah, the death of peace of mind. The death of the peace of mind. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm dyslexic, man. I'm going to play that card. Shouldn't have asked me to read something off a card. Should have just gone, hey, John, bad omens have won. It's the death of peace of mind. Don't even don't even pick the envelope up. I I've, did it for dramatic effect. I knew who the winner was. I didn't need to open the envelope. And by opening yeah. the envelope and giving myself something to read, I fucked it up. 
I guess, yeah, they, yeah. But it makes it seem more legit when you open it up. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Did you ever think, oh, I could give it to anyone right now? But do you know what, right? Do you know what they never tell you about whilst opening an envelope? Need two hands to open an envelope. And I had a microphone in one. Yeah. So I was like, I was like fumbling around. You could hear the sound effect. To be fair, if you're into ASMR, I guess it was probably nice yeah. to hear an envelope getting opened. But I never did it. I did the Heavy Music Awards twice presenting, but I never got to open the envelope. Did you not? I did the first bit. So and the nominees was, uh, are and the nominees are yeah the first year it was creeper and they opened they did the winners and then the second time i did it with layla from sonic beam six oh, that's a great crew yeah and then the buddy it was hellfest won best festival and the guy from hellfest was there but he didn't he, i think he was he just didn't know where he needed to be so he didn't turn up to accept the award so we had to accept it on his behalf amazing yeah did you get to give a speech Nah. Well, we we stood stood around like Sophie K was presenting, and we were like, "Sophie, what's going on?" And she was like, "She didn't know. She was expecting him to come on stage." So we were just like, "I was just holding the award, just waiting for him to come on." And then in, in the end, we had to be like, "Oh well, and we're accept- never came. We'll accept this on his behalf." And I tried to keep it, but no, no. They really are heavy, though. Very heavy. Awards. Like the it's not just a name; it's definitely a brand as well. <laughs> yeah, it's not actually heavy music. It's just, it's just the, awards. Uh, the awards. The award is heavy. <laughs> but yeah, what I did want to finish this thing on is, do you remember how Bad Omens accepted the award? Yeah. Remind yeah. me again. Right. My friends, this is one of the most badass ways I've ever seen a band accept an award. They were playing a festival in America at the time and Bad Omens had walked out on stage. The intro track was playing and Noah to camera is like hey what's up uk just want to say thank you ever so much for the heavy music award and then turns around and walks out on stage and starts performing pretty cool badass so my friends on this episode of the john mahon show you are going to get to hear our predictions for the heavy music awards 2023 we'll take you back all the way to may yeah towards the tail end of may May. and then go on oh Oh, let's talk about (laughs) Talk about Take Me Back to Eden by Sleep Token, one of the best albums of the year. Hell yeah. Here it is. Yes, my friends. How's it going? Welcome to episode five of the John Mohan Show. We are frantically, frantically cool and calm and collectedly i don't have to tell them what's going on behind the scenes getting things together i just i we started the stream and then i was like are you ready to go and then we realized we none of us had our microphones i didn't even have my in-ears <laughs> in like i was trying to line up my ears in the correct fashion with seconds to go on that but intro we, baby we made it yeah we did my friends welcome to episode five of the john mahon show powered by forever loud the only rock show, alternative culture, music show on the internet, yep. hosted by me and you. Yep, that is live, baby, 100% live. Thank you ever so much for joining us this evening, my friend. Shout out Kaz already in the chat. Let's go indeed. How you doing, Ollie? I'm all right, John. How are you? Good weekend? Good, yeah. Interesting weekend. I was in a music video shoot on Friday. I don't know how much about it I can really talk, but it was... It was a music video shoot in London. <laughs> so I'll leave I'll leave it at that because I don't want to get in trouble. Is that all you can say? Uh, yeah, I don't want to get in trouble by saying more than I'm actually allowed to say. But yeah. So look out for a music video that's coming out at any time in the near future. John yeah. might be in it. Potentially. Any so, any of the bands. If they decide to use any of the shots. Any of the are. artists in the world that you can think of. How, how was your weekend? Yeah, good. Went to B&Q. Nice. 
Got some blinds, put the put up some blinds. Do you do it yourself? Yes. Yeah, let's go. So I'm an adult now. <laughs> doing adult shit. What have we got coming up today, Oh, John? we got so much coming up on today's show, my friend. So we will be reacting to and reviewing the brand new Sleep Token album. It's been a few days and you've listened I'm to sure it. a lot of people have listened to it. I have but not. But we haven't given a reaction to it yet, which is what the people are waiting for. Exactly. They can't decide whether they like it or not unless we tell them. <laughs> I don't know if it's good or not. I need, <laughs> I need someone else. I need John's I need opinion on John it. John and Lolly to tell me whether I like it or not. Well, I don't know if you can tell by my uh, t-shirt, but I am... Is that a t-shirt? Yeah, it's a long sleeve t-shirt. Mm. John is confused when anything has <laughs> sleeves. Because he's never owned anything with sleeves before. <laughs> I, I'm genuinely trying to see how long I can put off wearing sleeves on this stream. I'm yet to do a show with something with sleeves. I do own clothes with sleeves on them. I'm trying to see how long I can go without succumbing to the sleeve. Getting, getting some shout-outs for the, uh, for, the, for the long sleeve. Let's go, long sleeve. Cheers, guys. Yeah, Neil Armstrong. is a good one. Very tidy. Very, very So tidy. I might, you know, might have listened to the album already. And that was <laughs> yeah. for the last a few record, times. Wasn't it? This place will come in. Yeah, early. but the new album, Take Me Back to Eden. I mean, to be fair, they've already released pre-album. Like they've half. already released six singles. It's a lot of singles. So we'll probably be reacting to some, if not all, of the unreleased yeah. And go through some of the highlights, the singles that yeah. as well. So, yeah, we'll do that a little bit later on. But to kick the show off today, what we thought would be mighty fine fun is for Ollie and myself to lay down our predictions for who we think is going to win the Heavy Music Awards in their respective categories for the event happening this Friday at the Ovo Rambly Arena. How does that sound? Yeah. And then when we come back... For our first show post Slam Duncan HMAs, we can see who was right and who was wrong. Yeah. It's not competition though, is it? Music is uh interp is uh open to interpretation. It's uh what's the word? Object subjective. Obje ob object objective. Is yeah. it objective? Music is objective. You can't objective, subjective, There's no the right or wrong answer when yeah, it comes exactly. to music. Unless you're reviewing music, in which case it's Unless you wrong. listen to Machine Gun Kelly. <laughs> Oh my days! Well then, my friends. I want all the hate, all of it. On a few, a few. I don't know if you, anyone saw this on a few episodes ago. I was slagging off Machine Gun Kelly a little bit. Yep. And, uh, and then we clickbaited the title. Off, pissed off a few of the MGK fans. Proper clickbaited the title as well, didn't we? It was like hater versus yeah. fan. <laughs> Keep the hate coming. I love it. Yeah, it fuels Ollie. Ollie doesn't drink cups of coffee in the morning. He just this is a cup of hate. It just drinks yeah. tears from haters. That's all he needs. MGK tears. <laughs> MGK fan tears. Well, before we get into some predictions, let's give some shout outs. As we said, Kaz is already here. What's up, Kaz? Dr. Scott saying psych for this. Love Ollie's t-shirt. Hope you good gentleman. Very good indeed. Dr. Scott already gave Neil Armstrong the shout out as well. And Aaron Stickle says highlights of the singles. So six tracks in full then. LMAO. Well, we'll do we'll do the unreleased, the ones that have only just come out. Yeah, because everyone's heard. Well, I've I've listened to them about a thousand times. Yeah, <laughs> right. we'll we'll skim we'll skim through some of the some of the noteworthy bits. Yes. We are we are actually yet to talk about anything like song related on this show. So it'd be nice for us to actually have some stuff on YouTube yeah. of us saying just how damn fucking good it is. But my friends, we're about to get into predictions for the Heavy Musicals 2023. And if you're watching right now, join us in the chat. Every time we go through a category, we want you in the chat to give your predictions for it as well. We'll go through mine and Ollie's predictions. Then we'll hit up your comments as well. So play along at home. Okay. Right, should we check them out? So Let's do it. Should we go from the top? Of course. Well, the big one. Best album. That was terrible. There we go. No, I can't listen. 
Uh, uh, do you want to go first or should I? Well, do you want to read them out first? So, best album we have. Architects, the classic symptoms of a broken spirit. Bad Omens, the death of, a, of peace of mind. Ghost, Impera. Hailstorm, Back from the Dead. Nova Twins, Supernova, Slipknot, The End So Far. And our guys. Our friends our in friends, Vakovi. Vakovi with Nula. Interesting. As much, well, should I go? You go first. As much as I'd love to give it to Vakovi. Yep. I think out of that list, the one that's done, that's been had the most impact globally and on my on me is Bad Omens. You I think, have I think, pretty much taken the words straight out of my mouth. Like I just wanted to double check. I wanted to look at that ghost record track listing to see if I've just never got into go. It's a bit too cheesy, cheese, cheese <laughs> so, rock for me. So when when I first started in this industry, my friends and Kerrang Radio used to be in Birmingham. Throw your mind back all the way then. I remember when Ghost first burst out onto the scene and our head of music at the time, who was an incredible man, and he got the Ghost CD, like the first taste of Ghost, land on his desk. So he put it in his record player and he had like his own set of speakers. So if something was like really momentous in the office, like we play it out of the boss's speakers. For those of you that don't know, <clears throat> there's these things called CDs. Yeah. They used to have. Before before digital downloads. Yeah. God, we really are rinsing the technology on today, aren't we? But basically, we put this Ghost tune on and... James said it sounds like the Beach Boys wearing corpse paint and ev like from that moment on I just never took ghost seriously. Yeah. And for years and years and years and years, I kind of, I'd listened to him, but I never heard him, if that makes sense. And then Dance Macabre came on my show a couple of months Dan ago. Dance what? Macabre, which is yeah. actually how you pronounce it because I got ripped into for pronouncing it wrong. I first. thought it was like the macabre, Tales from the Macabre. Oh, is it macabre? Oh, macabre. maybe it's, it's macabre. Silent, it's like, I've been yeah. pronouncing it wrong. Macabre. Oh, no, don't yeah. tell me this. It's like B R E at the end. Don't like, tell me this. Macabre. Oh, you're probably right. From the macabre. You're probably right. Macabre. <laughs> God fucking damn it. Right. <laughs> so. Dance Macabre. Macabre. For fuck's sake! Dance Macabre. Right. Dance, dance Macabre. Carbonara, yeah. Dance Carbonara. Came on and I was like, this is a fucking tune. 128 as well. Nice little dance BPM. And ever since then, I've really been getting into Ghost. But I just had a look and Imperia doesn't have any songs on it other than Spillways, but it's the Joe Elliott version that I really like of that one. So I'm going to take Ghost out of it. Architects. Didn't, I didn't really connect to this Architects record as much as previous nah. Architects albums. Like I think it's a great, great hard rock album i am stoked but, as to what it's done for them it's put them on tour with metallica for fuck's sake to me for me it hasn't um tickled the uh architect or hasn't scratched the architect's itch that i usually get from the oh, album yeah. from a release <laughs> and, the, and, and the topical ointment for that isn't readily available so well, i'll tell you what the, it wasn't a uh classic symptom ah, for me for me yeah. this album <laughs> So yeah, for me, I wouldn't put Architects on there. And by proxy, that would, for me, leave it down to Bad Omens and Vakovi. And fucking love Nola. I, I, it's it's an, it's Nova an, Twins. It's an amazing it's record. Dark Horse, I think. Supernova. that album's great. Let's have a look at Supernova, actually. Because... It was the debut. Yeah, I can't remember the track listing on it, though. That's why I just want to have a look at the track listing. Right, Supernova. Antagonist, Cleopatra, KMB. Choose your fighter. That is fucking loaded. Yeah. That is absolutely loaded. Nova Twins could very much be in the running for that as well. But yeah, much like yourself, dude, I'm going to have to go for Bad Omens, The Death of Peace of Mind. As a body of work, start to finish, I think it is the most perfect album on that list. 
There's no such thing as and a perfect album, but on that list for me it is. It's done the most for them. They've yeah. gone from like your sort of standard metalcore band yeah. that people sort of knew, people liked, but now they're like on, they're, they're, they're going the way, bring me, oh. Yeah, oh, they're, 100%. They're heading towards the horizon. <laughs> there we go. Ollie is on it today. <laughs> the references. Right, let's go to the chat. Dr. Scott says categorically not Slipknot. Interesting. Not a lot of love for that Slipknot record, but Bad Omens, Dr. Scott says. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah, the Slipknot album for me was just, it's got some good songs on it, but it just, yeah, it's not as strong mm. as the past few albums. Yeah. Sorry, Corey. I, I agree. And Neil Armstrong says architects. The Neil Armstrong. The Neil Armstrong. One small step. R.I.P. I think. But, um, <laughs> is he not still alive? Oh, that's no, Buzz Aldrin. I'm thinking of, isn't it? Neil Armstrong said the one said the. Uh, but Buzz Aldrin's the still alive. Yeah, but yeah. I think he passed. Uh, we should bring up dead people on this show, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah, R.I.P. And let's get on to the next category, shall we? Best breakthrough album. Okay. I'm intrigued by this one because the list on this is so we got pretty diverse. My Indian boys, Bloody Wood, let's with go. With Rakshak, Cassiette, Sad Girl mixtape, let's go. Charlotte Sands, Love and Other Lies, Harriet, Profound Morality, Static Dress, Rouge Carpet, Disaster, Wargasm, UK, Explicit, The Mix Tape, and Witch Fever Congregation. Damn. Strong, strong category. It's a very strong category. Where is your mind headed? Between two. I've got two. Okay. Bloody Wood. Okay. Or Static Dress. Big. Very, very big. I think Static Dress is a very well put, well crafted piece of work. Because I think they've they've written like a proper album where you want to listen where you listen to it from start to yeah. finish and it flows really nicely. But Bloody Wood have fucking got the riffs and they've got it's just like something new, isn't it? It's like yeah. to come out of India and where they're from and to get as big as they have is very good to see i wholeheartedly agree and i think what has happened virality with bad omens and sleep token has the potential to happen to bloody wood as well they just need that moment where all of a sudden the internet picks up on exactly yeah well they've just done a full pretty much sold out you eu tour and uk tour with our mates like my last supporting yeah they did and now they're on you do the US tour and Wargasm are actually supporting them. Damn. Wargasm and Vended are supporting. Big British the support. So they're, they're big enough to do a big, to do a pretty much sold out headline tour in the, in the States. So that's. So Bloody Wood definitely up there. I want to throw Cassiette up there, man. I was just having a look at that Sad Girl mixtape track listing and Mayhem opening track, huge. Sad Girl Summer, huge. The September thing is, Rain. The thing, huge. Do, you want, do you want to hear my beef, right? Same with Wargasm is. I feel like for this category, if it's an album, it, to me, it needs to be a an, full, album. an album, like a body of work that you've sat down and be like, yeah. this is the album. Whereas mixtapes, I mean, it's basically like the songs you've been releasing for the past few years, all collected together. But I tell you what, who could be a band that everyone is sleeping on for this category? Harriet. Yeah. I feel, Big I, riffs. I really feel like as far as like an industry rallying around an up and coming band, like the support that is coming out from that. So what would you put them under? Deathcore, death, death metal, doom? I don't think it's like death metal. I don't know. It's hard. They're it's just... it's on that heavier side though. Yeah. Isn't it? It's, it's very They're much less... on that like behemothy kind of side. Yeah. Big riffs, big chuggy boys. Some chugger booms. <laughs> yeah. But it's very bloody good. 
Hell yeah. And they've just come out of nowhere as well, like the past year or so. Yeah. Shout out to Debs as well from the A121. Yeah. Next category. Well, who, who are you? Saying? Oh, yeah, we didn't actually do that. Who, who is your pick? Fuck it. I'm going to go for Harriet. Let's go, Debs. Let's go. Harriet. So I'm going to go bloody, bloody, bloody wood. Bloody, bloody wood. Bloody wood. Bloody wood. Right then. That's, that's the first both. time we've gone against each other on predictions. We both went Bad Omens 1. We've gone two different selections on that. Now it gets interesting, my friends. But then it's sort because of, it's fan voted. <coughs> I don't know if Bloodywood will get it. Mm. Unless the whole of India votes because they've got a fucking billion people. Big old fan base. Yeah. <laughs> In the chat, Neil Armstrong says Bloodywood all the way. Big shout. And Kaz says, can't say I listen to any of these. So it doesn't have an opinion. Well, maybe you will do in the next category, which is best... Category. U- category. Best UK artist. Let's go. For the best UK artist, we have Bob Villain, Creeper, Holy Absence, Malevolence, Nova Twins, Sleep Token, or The Covey. Which is a surprising list because these are all fairly like new artists, aren't they? Yeah, very established. Very, very established UK artists. No, but like usually in the UK artist category, you'd see Bring Me, you'd see Shikari, you'd see Bullet. None of them are in there this year. I suppose they've not really released like in the same way that those bands have, yeah. have they? Because Bring Me have only given us a couple of singles since the last HMA is what? But then still, it still means they're eligible for the category. Yeah. But it's, just, surprising, it's surprising. Actually. That is very surprising. I'm not, I'm not clocked that. I mean, to, for me, I've got, a, it's a, between two again for me. Can I guess your two? I want to say Malev and Sleep Token. You are correct. <laughs> Explain your reasoning, sir. Malevolence have released one of the best metal albums in the past 10 years. <laughs> this year. Fair. Malicious Intent is just a fucking, for a band like that size, some of the riffs are just, they're, they're riffs that other bands wish they could rate. Right, <laughs> you went well, Northern. Wish they could read. Wish they could read, but they they just throw them out there. They're like, oh, here's here's a fucking sick riff, and they'll only use it once. Yeah, and it's like they've just got so many of those moments where I feel like the other bands just can't touch them. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, and sleep token because I'll have whatever he's sleep token. <laughs> 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 yeah. Ollie, before we went live today, was like, I need to think of some sleep token puns with how much you're going to be talking about them. I'm sleep choking on that. You've got me in a sleep choke hole. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm sleep broken. <laughs> what about you? So I got a top three on this. You no, know I'm going to go sleep token. But I know I'm going to go malevolence because next year sleep token should win because they released the that's, album. That's when year. the album's out. Yeah, I feel you. So I got a top three on this one, and I'm trying to separate what I think could take home the gong. It's Nova Twin sleep token. And Vakovi. Those are my choices. Do you know, I'd, uh, again, I love Vakovi. And I honestly think... I with, think like they, they, need to leave, they need to leave... They need to win one award. Yeah. Because they're nominated for five. For five. And I honestly think, had it not been for the virality of Sleep Token in the last year, this would but be Vakovi's The thing award. is, John, it's the heavy music. So basically, all the voting Christ criteria. criteria are anything that's released last year. So technically, anything that they've released this year doesn't count in the voting. So when I when you when I'm on I'm on the judging panel, by the way, mm. if you know. But yeah, so when you vote, it's like they must have released something within between twenty start twenty twenty two, the end of twenty twenty two. Right. And Sleep Token really only got big this year. Yeah. Summoning so, came out this year, didn't it? No, Summoning came out. Did it come out this year? Was it? Yeah, yeah. They released it like the first week of January. Oh, is it okay? Fair. 
So, so people, if you want to, if you want to think, if you want to think of it like that, people aren't going to be technical because nah. when was when was the voting taking the, place? Yeah, it was only a couple of months ago, wasn't it? So, I with think they'll take it with yeah. that in mind, like I want it to be Vakovi, I really do. I just, I just think Sleep Tokens fan base are going to show out for that one. I, they're going to be a hard band to go against in any category. Yeah, real hard. Let's look at the chat though. We've got Dr. Scott. Oh, no, wait. Kaz just before saying, obviously going to be sleep token, but Holding Absence should get this. Yeah. Holding Absence again. They've been one of the busiest bands yeah. last year. Yeah. The amount, have you seen the amount of tours they've done last year? Oh, I've seen. It's insane. But again, they're, as you said, they're mixing it up with sleep token and it's, it just feels like sleep token have got the chokehold. Yeah. They are summoning... The summoning the power. Vote, the votes in from... <laughs> Dr. Scott school. saying sleep token. Neil Armstrong saying sleep token. Cookie saying sleep token. Vakovian holding absence. A lot. I wish that they could all win it. Yeah. yeah. Why can't everyone yeah. take home a trophy? Let's go to best international. Well, you're saying sleep token then? I'm going to say sleep yeah. token, yeah. Yep. I'm going to think in my head on that one. International. Oh this, one. oh, this one's even worse. This one's horrific to try and choose from. So... Choices are Bad Omens, Electric Callboy, Ghost, Hailstorm, I Prevail, Polyphia, or Spirit Box. Mate. It's a, it's a fucking behave. That's going to be so close. This is one of those categories where I genuinely wish they had like stats to read out, like on the night saying like separating the top three was like five votes or like there was over like a hundred thousand votes for for these this category or something like so i'd love to know the data on this one because i'm in like straight off the bat bad omens cool boy and i prevail those three bands have had the best year of their entire career yeah it's a tough one i i because I'm, <laughs> I'm like do i so my favorite bands ones i listen to the most off this list are probably polyphia and spirit box didn't have you done as a Polyphia fan? Why not? I don't know. That Guitarist. Now that I've said that, that, yeah, it's absolutely your thing, I'm isn't it? I'm a bloody Tim Henson stan. <laughs> Tim Henson stan. Um, but saying that, I don't know if they'll win. Yeah, it's tricky. I mean, Spirit Box might. Spirit Box are a fucking shout as well. But I feel like it's, I feel like but then you forget that I Prevail, Hailstorm and Ghost still have massive fan bases. Huge well. fan bases. And I Prevail, their last UK tour with the Wembley last tour album and their last album well. was fucking massive. Self. And, but Electric self Callboy, they've, done, they've been doing, yep. doing bits. That's oh, God. I'm going to go Electric Callboy. Mm. I think I might regret that. I think I might regret it, but I'm going to go Electric Callboy. My heart. <laughs> my heart says Spirit Box, but my head says Bad Omens. Yeah, I think I think your head's right. Your head is... Oh, <laughs> what are you saying about my head? No, it's great. <laughs> great. Great head. Shout out the Al Snow fans. Kaz, oh no, wait, not Kaz. Cookie says, I will not choose between I Prevail and Electric Callboy, you can't make me. It it it's like picking between like two puppies. Like how'd you do it? They're both cute. They're both adorable. Don't make me say a favorite. Neil Armstrong says tough, but ghost. Interesting ghost fan base. 
representing. So you like you forget the size venues they play. I mean, they did the O2 Arena, didn't they? Yeah. On their last tour, sold it out as well. Doctor Scott says electric cowboy techno absolutely pops. Outstanding live at Slam Dunk last year. Can't wait to see him in Glasgow in October. And Kansas electric cowboy, uh, a flipping vibe. I'd love to see them win it. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, I'm gonna go cowboy. I think I'm going, I'm going B.O. <laughs> okay, let's go. Second, my second B.O. pick. Yeah. Okay. Smells nice. Moving on. Best UK live artiste. <coughs> so we've got Biffy Claro, Creeper, Enter Shikari, Neck Deep, Nova Twins, Skindred, and Vakovi again. I've got a top mm. three again. With more of a focus on the top two. Top three, Neck Deep, Vakovi, and Shikari. Yeah. But if I'm narrowing it down, it's between Shikari and Neck Deep. Sorry, no, Shikari and Vakovi. Thing is, I love Neck Deep, but I think I like seeing them live is because I know I like a good old sing-along. Big old pop-punk time. But I don't think they're the best live out of all those bands. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. Shikari, it's hard to beat them, really, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. That's why, like, as much... And Skindred. Like, Skindred are one of the best live bands. I don't yeah. really listen to Skindred on record, but I'll always see them live. Yeah. I'll always see the Benji doing the Newport helicopter. Yeah. I mean, like, what genuinely what separates Shikari and Vakovi for me is just budget. Like, yeah. if, if Vakovi had the same budget to play with, that Shikari have to put on their shows. I like after chatting to Janine about Nula and the themes on that, I don't doubt for a fact that Janine will be out there working with like, you know, anima- graphic, designers, graphic designers and having like LED screens with animations and like go full like 1975. If I won the lottery. I'd uh, just put a load of money behind Vakovi. Yeah, just give him a couple of mil to play with. Yeah. But I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to go Shikari, man. Like those those residency tour shows that they did were some of the best shows I've ever seen Shikari put on. Yeah, I'm I, going Shikari as well. They are just unfuckwithable when it comes to performing live. It's just like it's consistent as well. I've never seen a bad Shikari show. No. No. And I've seen so many different so many like different album cycles. I so, and I think it was great. I think it was twenty nineteen where I saw Shikari something like six times live that year or something ridiculous and each six of those set lists were different each six of those shows were different and every single time i walked away going i feel like i've just seen the best shikari show that's the thing like some bands they'll just have the production and the set list and they'll just run with that for a whole fucking two years it happened with slipknot yeah i saw slipknot at wembley and then the next year i saw them at ali pali yeah same exact same exact same production yeah. I was at both those shows as well. How terrible was that Ali Pali show? It was yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. Like freezing as well. They were playing they, they were playing surfacing, and I'm no word of a lie. The guitars sounded out of tune. Yeah. Like they're not meant to sound like nice, but like they're at least meant to sound like in tune. So Ali Pali is a hard room to play. It's a hard room to mix a live sound in. But I have seen some bands that sounded great in there. Bring me, Shikari, yeah. just to name a few. And you'd think Slipknot would be able to get a good all. Yeah. And plus, I saw Good Charlotte the next day, and they had more pyro than Slipknot did. Oh make God. that make sense. Let's look at the chat in terms of best UK live artists. Neil Armstrong, Shikari. Yeah, I think that's going to be... On the Biff. 
to be fair, I, we're, we're sleeping on Shikari. Uh, Shikari yeah, yeah. They are still one of the best bands. They alive. are. They very much are. They just... Oh. Did you see him at Download? Yes, a few years ago. The one after the pandemic? Yeah. Yeah. Was that last year? Nah. Yeah. That was last year. Was yeah. it? Did they play that, last year? That was last year. I didn't see them last year. The last time I saw them at Download must have been... Because it was Corn, then Biffy. Yeah. And people protested Biffy's headline performance like by saying that corn should have been the headliner so like the attendance for that Biffy show was I, yeah, almost as bad as Tool it was the same the, when I saw Biffy at Download yeah I didn't draw that well at Reading either when I saw him mm. well I, I only saw him for a little bit there was some bass line going on that I had a, a prior engagement with <laughs> gonna go take some ease listen to some bass line <laughs> What else we got in the chat? We've got Kaz saying Shikari for best live band. We've got Sophia as well saying, hey guys, what's up, Sophia? And Kaz saying, Biffy, when I seen them with Architects, was a little underwhelming, but for me, Birmingham crowd were disgusting to Architects. That put me disgusting. off. Disgusting. Yeah. Brummies are hit or miss with shows sometimes. Yeah. Like, we have been saying, I've been saying it for years, like Birmingham represents if they're up for it, but if they're fucking not, it's such a hard room of people to play to. Same in Manchester. Like, I yeah. feel like with a Manchester crowd, you have to really try hard to get them on your side. It's the northern, northernness. Could you hear that wasp? That sounded like a fucking aeroplane. Oh, oh my <laughs> if at any point either of us start just punching the air, <laughs> you'll know what's going on. Anyway, next category. Next category. So we're both going Shikari on that We're one. both going Shikari. Best international live artist. Oh my fucking God. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. So we got Alexis on Fire, Electric Callboy, Ghost again, Hailstorm, My Chem, Parkway Drive, and Turnstile. Ooh. I know where you're going to go. Do you? Isn't that obvious? Yeah. Yeah. I am. Mm. Yeah. See, I never went to any of the shows. Did you not? Other than when we were young. <sighs> we're talking about My Chem, obviously. And that, you, were only, you were only at first weekend when we were young, weren't you? Yeah. When they came out in the old men. The old oh. men, guys. I mean, to be fair, that that was one of the greatest gimmicks in yeah. the entire fucking year. So for that alone. I remember someone, when they came out, even after like a couple of songs, someone was standing next to us and was like, they look really bad. They look really, really old. <laughs> like, yeah, they all <laughs> let themselves go a little bit. They're wearing prosthetics. But the thing is, right, is that you, you say the answer's obvious, but I've got an Alexis on Fire tattoo. So they have historically been one of my favorite bands, but we're talking about live artists here. I feel like stage show wise, for me, Parkway Drive. Yeah, I thought you're gonna go. I thought you're gonna lean into Parkway. And I'm glad. Fire, baby. Yeah, lots of fire. Did lots you, of fire. Did you spinning, see them on their last run. Spinning drum kit. Yeah, yeah. Just I'm a sucker for for, 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 for gimmicks. <laughs> sucker for pyro. Yeah, man. If it burns my eyebrows off, I'm having a good time. Did you see him on their last run? Yeah, yeah. It was. Uh, it was ridiculous. Hot. It was ridiculous, and the stage. And, and they, they, the thing is, they've just got the songs, yeah, to fill big, big, big arenas now, yeah, big venues. Um, I was gonna say, I, I, shout out to Turnstile as well because I think they're one of the. Best, they've had a great year. One of the most energetic bands you can see live. I wanna take you on a holiday. Yeah, like sort of trees, and like the whole crowd was just like bouncing. Yeah, and they've made hardcore accessible. I feel like. Do you know what I was? We're gonna bring this up at some point on the show, but 
there's so many new new like cool hardcore bands coming through and i think that's down to turnstile a thousand percent a thousand percent yeah but yeah i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to just nerd out for a second my friends because yeah my chemical romance up in this category and whilst I, I think it's a shoo-in for MCR to potentially take home this record. I also think that they're probably not going to be there, which is a shame because if I was in the same room and vicinity as Gerard Way, I'd probably go into hyperventilation. But My Chemical Romance had just the best comeback story last year with their live shows. Like those three Milton Keynes shows, three different set lists every single well, night. It was meant to happen in 2020, wasn't it? Yeah. And- and obviously got pushed back. But the fact that they just bowled up, bust out three different set lists every single night, ending on different tunes, like using their biggest hits in different ways with different parts of their set. But for me, the the moment that solidified MCR's return was actually when we were young festival. And it was the second weekend. And they'd had a phenomenal show anyway, but I'd not actually seen them end on the kids of yesterday before one of the tracks off Dane's days, true loves fabulous killjoys. And I didn't really understand how that was like a last song of a set. Cause for me, it always felt very like methodically slow. Like it's more of like a sort of like, you know, pre or post encore kind of tune. I, yeah. I didn't ever feel it was a set ender. And then you watch them do it live and it just becomes the Ray Toro experience. And you understand why he is legitimately one of the greatest guitar players of all time. Because dude, Ooh. dude, <laughs> dude. <laughs> top, like, top 100 maybe. Ah, oh, d- fucking at least he's top got, five. He's got, he's at got least top good, five. Good solo. Bro, because like... Top five guitarists of all bro. time. Bro. Of all time. Bro. Of all time. <laughs> bro. How many guitarists, right? And I'm talking guitarists, have you watched shut down a festival? And I'm talking like just purely based on their talent to drive that instrument in so many different ways. How many different ways? So, okay, right. <laughs> let me hit you with it. So like, obviously, if you know the song, The Kids Are Yesterday, song is like pretty slow and it all kind of builds to the end where the band kind of just go into like a jam session. So like Gerard's like repeating like lyrical phrases, band are pretty much on loop and Ray is fucking going for it, man. But like it's, it's every kind of guitar playing. So like starts off with your standard slow solo-y kind of stuff. Then he starts using the stage and sprinting from side to side. Then he's like head banging whilst playing like these most, like the craziest like syncopated rhythms. And then all of a sudden, like, He's on his back, like arched over, there's fireworks going off, and he is just fucking you out of the show. Like it was Hell. it was unbelievable. John's unbelievable. Hot Ray. Oh, genuinely. Like I'm not gonna say Oh, that. I didn't I wasn't there, so you know, maybe if I saw if I was there, I'd agree with you. Yeah. Top five guitarists of all time. Yeah, man. Straight up. Straight <laughs> up. What was the chat saying on that one? Got Sophia Asriel saying Parkway Drive. Neil Armstrong saying Turnstile. Pure energy. Yeah. Alone. Cookie saying Parkway Drive is the only correct answer. Not surprised there that Cookie's on your side as well. Alexis on fire says Dr. Scott. Anyone but MCR. Sorry. Oh, no. <laughs> the, Listen, John. The not big... everyone is... <laughs> A bit as big a fan as you are. Well, I'm not going to bring it up right now because well. I get a lot of hate for my <laughs> for my slander against MCR. But are you not an MCR fan? Period. It's not that I'm not a fan, but you I said like slander. Them. I like them, but I don't get why people think they're the best band in the world because they are. But they aren't though. 
<laughs> They're just not. <laughs> Sleep token about them. Oh, wow. Claims, my friend. The boldest of claims and takes on this show. All the hate. Come on, come out. Dr. Me. Scott saying he was a fan till Black Parade. Black Parade put you off them. So, yeah, Black Parade's my favorite album. Black Parade's a masterpiece. I, think I, went, I went off them after Black Parade. Really? I was just like, eh. Well, Danger Days didn't The thing is, like, it might just be my age, right? But at that time, I'd moved on from, like, emo a bit. Right. I'd, I'd been You'd a... had your fill. Yeah. I was uh, getting into my metal, getting into my, my heavier stuff. And then at that age, you sort of... Uh, you, I was, like, one of those people who was like, oh, I only like metal now. But I don't know. So, hmm. so I, I feel like I just it just passed me by. That whole whole mcr craze from like 2005 onwards just passed me by i didn't Damn. didn't get it that's mad well, i was a big take about sunday fan so you're there. going you're going parkway in that category then yeah when, yeah parkway drive i think that stage show was just the best out of all those bands i'll, go, he- I'll go head to head with you bro i'll 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 pridely but pridely proudly I, pride MCR. well yeah but i imagine the mcr will probably win because of the the fan base. Because of people like me. Best breakthrough live artist. Now, this is a very interesting category because I don't know every band on this category. There's a couple that I know. There's two that I don't. Mm, I've seen everyone other than Joey Valance and Bray. I mean, that's a terrible band name. Yeah. That's a terrible... Right, can I just go on a rant about terrible band names for a second? Is that okay? Go on then. Right. Can we stop naming bands stupid, <laughs> terrible shit? Please, please, for the love of fucking God. Like, right. Wait, oh. wait, 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 though. Because I've got an opinion on this. <laughs> and some of the bands that we've listened to or we're big fans of growing up, some of them have shit names. But, me, but, but I feel like I feel like because when bands have been around for so long, for long, you just get used to it and it doesn't seem weird anymore or bad. Like Biffy Clara is a shit name. While she sleeps, shit name. Mm, yeah, neck I deep, agree. shit name. Nah, I like neck deep. I do quite like because of the implications of like you know neck deep and shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> um, bro, anyone else got any bad names? Stained. 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 I used to love Stained. Stained is one of the worst band names in the history of Stained fucking band names. With a D, you're just like with oh the E D, it's just with the D at the end. Yeah. Um I I mean, Limp Biscuit's bad. At least it's at least But then it's like you It's you a just, funny visual. But you just associate Limp Biscuit with Limp Biscuit. It's like that. Yeah, it's but it's like yeah, band's kicking around right now called but it, it must Microwave. Be. Oh yeah. Joe, you know I like Microwave as well. <laughs> but it's like <laughs> It's like the worst band name to, to Google. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, they that's didn't why think people, about their search That's ability. why people had to put V's in the name, to, like Paris. Like, yeah. You couldn't search Paris without, without getting <laughs> the capital of France. Um, yeah. Well, what, what, who else Who else you got beef with? I, oh, dude, like tons of bands. Tons and tons who's, of Who's bands. got the worst name at the moment? At, at the moment... The one that's pissing me off right now at the moment is Stained because they seem to be having like this weird resurgence and I can't seem to understand why. I'm on the outside. Yeah, awful. I'm Theory of a dead man. Yeah. Because the abbreviation of that is just Toad. 
Like they've got some questionable songs. Very, very questionable material. Very um sort of predatory esque songs. I hate any band name that's like band name and the obscure thing. It's like John Mahon and the Teletubbies. Frank Carter and the Rattlesnakes. That's an exception. <laughs> that's actually quite cool. That's like Frank the one Turner exception. and the Bouncing Souls. Sleeping Souls. Sleeping Souls, not Bouncing don't, Souls. Don't like it. Um, can't think of anything else. Christine and the Queens. That's all right. The only, actually, there's only other one passable one. That's Chubby and the Gang. Cool and the Gang as well. Yeah. Cunt and the Gang. <laughs> Shout out, Max Such. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god! Right then, let's topic. Well, we, well, we're we're, we're, we're back on best breakthrough live artist. Breakthrough live artist. Hmm. So we got every as everything unfolds. Cassiette, Harriet, Joey Balance, and Bray. Do you know what's great? I've only seen one of these live. Like I've, I've only seen static dress, which either. So I have seen everyone other than Joey. Yeah, Joey Balance. Actually, I haven't seen Witch Fever. I've interviewed them at Reading last year. You're not seeing them? But I didn't see them live. Yeah, I've I've not seen any. Um, Other than as everything unfolds, because they support Shikari, didn't they? I'm going to say um, Static Dress. Static Dress. That's a great shout, to be fair. That was a very good shout. And I think I've, they've been doing very... I mean, they did, they did the Bring Me U, um, European yeah. Tour. Yeah, doing a lot. I'm gonna go for Late Malice. I'm not seeing Late Malice live, but I'm gonna go Late Malice. They are very good live. Yeah, come from one you've never seen. Well, yep. Well, I've only ever I've only seen one band. Uh, right, yeah, yeah. I guess you can't really comment if you haven't seen any. Yeah. Um, best UK breakthrough artist. So we got as December Falls, Black Gold, Cody Frost, Delilah Bon, Kid Bookie, Lake Malice, and Zand. It's a very strong list. Very, very strong list. Who have you got? So, I was, uh, obviously I voted for some of these. Well, and only one of the bands I voted. No, actually two of the bands I voted are in this. Okay. I, I can say, can I? It's not like if I can. Um, I voted Lake Malice and Black Gold. Nice. So. One of those. <laughs> Lake Malice or Black Gold? I'm going to say Lake Malice because they are genuinely a great breakthrough band because I think some of these bands on there have been going for a while. And I, some, I, the thing about breakthrough is like... I think the HMAs have said what defines breakthrough is you've got to be less than three albums deep. No, you can't have more than one album. Or the, you must have one album released in the last year. But no more than one. No more than one. Right, that makes sense. Because that's been. I, there's been some bands. I'm like, oh, they could do it, but they've had more than one album. Um, but Black Gold literally came out last year. Yep. And Lake Malice did as well. So, I'm like, the the amount the, what what they've done in such a small space of time, I think, is should be awarded. Hell yeah, Delilah Bon have achieved a hell of a lot as well. I don't know Delilah Bon. Not Tasman Taylor. It's part of Delilah Bomb. Is she? Yeah. They've got, uh, yeah. like, Tasman's on the DJing side, and I do believe they've then, I think they've got a drummer and then a singer, I, oh. think. I think. Cody Frost, shout out. Yeah, from the, the Enter Shikari family. Well, they've been on uh, 
done a, quite a few features. Barry Tomorrow. Yep. Yumi at Six and Shikari. And Shikari. Bull is a fucking tune as yeah. well. This is hard, this category. I'm going for Lake Malich- Maliche. Lake Maliche. I'm going to go for... Oh. Cody Frost. Nice. Good pick. Yeah. Um. Oh, in the chat, we've got some bad names. Puddle of Mud, yeah. Puddle of Mud is an awful bad name. Awful name. Awful. Huberstank. Huberstank. Oh my God. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I would. Good j- band though. Yeah, great band. Like but, the reason, what a tune. Yeah. But yeah, no. <laughs> also, John Hanna and the Teletubbies. I I definitely pay to never watch that band. <laughs> okay. Next up at the HMAs 2023, we got Best International Breakthrough Artist, Charlotte Sands, Chat Pile, I don't know, LS Dunes, Scene Queen, Skull, Soul Blind, and Zulu. So, when we were talking about like um, new, like hardcore, cool hardcore bands, Skull's one of them. And. LS, do you know how LS Dunes? It's a little super group. No. Little super group. You know super group. <laughs> a little super group. Do you know, do you know um, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken, LS Dunes, Dunes is Anthony Green from Circus Survive. Oh, damn. And what's his face? Old guitarist <laughs> uh, from MCR. Ray Toro. No. Uh, <laughs> Frankie Hero. Yeah. It's Frankie Hero. No way. LS Dunes. Does that mean there's a potential for Frankie Hero to be there? Yeah. So look, members, Anthony Green, Frankie Hero. I think all the other members are from good bands as well. So that means there's a good chance Frankie Hero could be there. Yeah. Supergroup Super group by Circus Vibe, Sayasin, Sound of Animals Fighting, and Mike M. I mean... Oh, it's Coheed guitarist as well. Oh, let's fucking go. Coheed is such a great band. Mm. Can't believe you didn't know that, John. I didn't. No, thanks for the education. And Scene Queen. Shout out Scene Queen. Absolutely Shout out the crushing st- the it. Twerkle Pits. The Twerkle Pits. For me, this is between, like, from personal taste alone, Charlotte Sands and Scene Queen. Yeah. I'm going to go Scene Queen. I'm going to go... I don't think they'll win, but I'm going to go Skull. Nice. Bit of hardcore. All right. Best festival. 2K Trees. Solid. Aftershock. Never been. Be, bring me Mortal Weekender for one year only. Uh, download, Hellfest, Outbreak, and Slam Dunk. Thing is, who are they? Are they going to present? If Bring Me Mortal Weekender, are Bring Me going to win the award? Because they can't give it to Pollen. <laughs> they don't exist I anymore. guess so. I guess they'll probably give it to fucking Raw Power, won't they? Yeah. Um, thing is, right, I had a very good time at the Bring Me Malta Weekender. Because it was just something different. It was new. And it was in Malta. Yeah. And it was hot. Yeah. And they had a sick lineup. Yep. So I might have to go for that. Yeah. 
Same, yeah. dude. Hands down. I still love trees. Trees, yeah. is, trees, trees was is amazing. Download was really good last year. Slam Dunk had a great year last year. But for me, through and through, is that bring me multi weekender, man? Like no question yeah. about it. The thing is, it's not. It's hard for that one because the the less of a less people going than all the yeah. other festivals. So it's it, like you can't really vote for it if you didn't go to it. I yeah, guess. it's very much like a niche. I didn't even, when I was voting for this category, I didn't even think of it as like a, a festival to put in the category, but I guess. It oh, 100%, 100% should have counted, yeah. And thing is, hopefully, if it does take home the award, it will inspire more events companies to go, oh shit, flying a bunch of goss to a sunny country actually really does work. And maybe we should be yeah. doing it a little bit more. Maybe, we, but maybe hire a better promotions company. <laughs> I, I mean, like, hey. I, I, they were very nice, though. Yeah, they, were, they, they executed all, so it amazingly. This, the, it was the team, though. It was the team who were, like, the team who worked for them yeah. were fucking phenomenal. Like, shout out to everyone who worked on that team at the Brim the Rise of Malta Weekender because they were nothing yeah. so but if you, if you top notch. If you don't know, they, the company, Pollen, as far as I'm aware, have gone into administration mm -hmm. and apparently a lot of people didn't get paid. Yep. So, naughty. yeah, very naughty. Yeah. And hopefully they do, because, I mean, like, there's so many people who were responsible for that being such a massive success, and I hope they do actually get paid for their work, because otherwise it'll be an absolute damn shame. Yeah, so, yeah. So, next up... Are we both, sorry, both going for Malta Weekender? Yeah, I'm, yeah, that's my pick. Yeah, sound. Okay. Best single. This is quite a this one I voted for. I voted for... Architects when we were young. Did you? And I voted for Neck Deep Shut the Fuck Up. So we've got Architects when we were young, Bring Me the Horizon Strangers, Creeper, Ghost Brigade, Enter Shikari, The Void Stares Back featuring Wargasm, Ghost, Call Me Little Sunshine, Ithaca, Ithaca, Ithaca. They fear, they, they fear, <laughs> they, they fear us. They fear us and Neck Deep Shut the F up. So. Are you going to keep your vote on this one? You're going. I know what you're going. Go on. We're just a room full <laughs> of strangers. Am I that predictable? Yep. Yeah. And you're absolutely fucking right. I might go neck deep shut the fuck up because I've listened to that way more, I think, than any of the other songs in this list. I mean, it's a so solid choice. I mean, and do you know what? Ghosts Call Me Little Sunshine's a fucking curveball, man. That, that bangs. That really does bang. No. When We Were Young was my favourite song off that Architects record as well. It, well, they just came out of nowhere and dropped that, didn't they? Right. Do like, you think, do you, did they drop that because of the festival, do you reckon? Or did they at least name it because of the festival? Because obviously... I doubt. I feel like, no, because they, they're one of those bands that like, nothing's like last minute. They probably recorded it way before. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, like. Well, no, but it, it came out a couple of months after the festival got announced. Yeah, but they probably obviously written and recorded it before they knew about the festival. True. Cause they, it just seems to be convenient timing. So I was like, as if, because now, obviously, if you're going to When We Were Young Festival and you search for that on I, uh, on Spotify, you're going to get the Architect song. So I was like, that's very, very clever. Yeah. If it was a nice bit of marketing, very clever. True. So I'm doing Neck Deep STFU. Strangers, doing, baby. We're just a room full of strangers. Looking for someone to save us. I do. It's a good song, but yeah, off that list, not my, uh, not your fave, not my most listened to. Best production. It's a hard one. This because what did I vote for? I can't even remember. 
I vote. I think I voted for like Malev. I voted for Malev and Best Album as well. I didn't get it. Um, That's a shame. So for the best production, we've got Architects, Classic Simpson, Bad Omens, Death of a Peace of Mind, Hailstorm from the back from back from the ugh, back from the dead, Ithaca, They Fear Us, Rollo Tomasi, Where Myth Becomes Memory, Stag Dress, Rouge, Carpet Disaster, and Vakovi Nula. I once again am torn between two. The thing is, Architects is very well produced. Very well produced. Who produced it? I believe Dan produced it. Nolly, get good. Engineers the drum sound. Drum sound at um, Pete Miles' studio. This is very nerdy. <laughs> Probably people don't know who these people are. I love but it. Then it was mixed about stuff. I think it was mixed by Zach. Zach Savini. It was produced by Dan Searle and Josh Middleton. And Josh, yeah. The thing is, they they're like they'll do go in the studio and like. The thing is that they they've been doing it for years, haven't they? Yeah. Josh, shout out Josh. He's a fucking an absolute beast. wizard. Yeah, I'm torn between Nula and Death of Peace of Mind. Like the mixing on Death of Peace of Mind is phenomenal, but in actual fact, mm. if you listen to Nula as a body of works, like start to finish, like the segues between songs, like the complementary yeah. parts of like the program production with obviously what Janine's doing with her vocals and what Hamish is doing with his guitar, like everything is so meticulously put together like there's no, there's no fat to trim off nula yeah but are we are we talking is this production or but if we are talking if we, if we are talking about production death of peace of mind man like do you know what annoys me is that the last song on that record doesn't get as much love and respect on it as it should do miracle like the beat on that is like it's very much yeah. like it feels like a rap or a trap beat. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to go, I'm gonna have to go Bowman's. I'm going Architects, Architects just from a production standpoint because I don't think anyone gets better drum tones than Nolly and I don't, and Dan playing. I mean Dan's drumming is always insane. Yep, and Nolly's drum tones are some of my favorite. Yeah, it's a tricky one, my friends. And you're struggling in the chat as well a little bit. Vicky and Giggs says stuck between Bad Omens and Architects. Dr. Scott says I'm genuinely shocked by the lack of love for Devil Wears Prada. Do you know what? That, that, yeah, last Devil Wears Prada album is fucking sick. Mm. I've listened to it quite a few Dr. times. Dr. Scott, recently. Ollie is on your side. And yeah. Sophia Asriel says Architects as well. Severe lack of love for that album. Yeah. Best. Oh, my, bad, my bad, I forgot. I, you know, it's so hard when you like going through the categories to vote for something because they just give you a blank box. So yeah. like you have to just remember. I'm like, what fucking came out last year? <laughs> in, in previous years when I've done my voting or like, you know, the submission or yeah. for the heavy musicals, I've literally gone into my Spotify and gone through, you know, how you got the date function. Yeah. Like, so I've literally gone through by date just to look. But then it's like, sometimes I'll listen to an album that came out like two years ago. And I'm like, oh, I can't put that in. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's hard to remember what came out. <laughs> yeah. It's, my memory is just fucking... Oh, it's hazy like the rest of us. <laughs> Best video, is it? Best video. We got Cassie, Sad Girl Summer. I don't think I've seen it. I haven't seen that video. Coheed, The Liars Club, Electrical Boy, Electrical Boy Hurricane. Which video is that? 
Oh, is that bro. the one with the butt on the boat? Yeah. The, oh, yeah. yeah. The, the zombies. Yep, yep. That's a good one. Motionless, motionless in white werewolf. Nova Twins, Choose Your Fire. It was a great video as it's well. It's a great video. Parkway Drive glitch. Yeah. Is glitch okay. the one with the doorways and the dead people and the dog? Nah. Can't remember. I, I remember them just playing on this big thing that rises up. Cookie will know. Cookie, is it is it the one with the dog? That music video. And Polyphia playing God, which is a very cool video as well. Not to be confused with the Paramore song of the same name. Yeah. Playing dog. Um, it's got to be Electric Callboy, isn't it? Yeah, very much so. <laughs> like, bro. That I think they won last year for uh, Hyper Hyper, didn't they? With the, was it we've got the moves? Or was it we got the moves? Yeah, because because the, during their acceptance speech, they just came out and went da 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 da. da, da. <laughs> uh, so it was the one with the dog, right? Cookie confirms it. What well, glitch is the one with the dog and the people in the doorway? It, don't speak to me about the dog. I think it was. I think that's the music video for Glitch. Anyway, it's a nice music video, really emotional. But yeah, I think are we both are we both in conjunction on Callboy on that one? Yeah, Callboy for the win. And now, the last category, best album artwork. Do you know what? <laughs> I'm going to have to, well. Mm, mm. So the nominees are I know, Do you know what I've said? <laughs> Vakovian needs to win one. Yeah. And I haven't given them any. You, you haven't given them any, have you? So I'm going to give him this one. Because I do like their artwork. Yeah. I'm going to give this one to Vakovian. But the, the category, the um, nominees are Code in Cambria. Vexus, Act 2, A Window of the Waking Mind, Malevolence, Malicious Intent, which is also great artwork. Parkway Drive, Darker Still, Polyphia, Remember That You Will Die, Vakovi Nula, Witch Fever, Congregation, and Zealand Order. Zealand Order. Nula. Nula. It's between Nula and Darker Still. The Darker Still artwork is fucking fire, though. I'm unfamiliar. Ah, dude. Pull that up. How sick is this, my friends? Wait, wait till this pops on the screen. How gangster is this album artwork? Bang. Oh, I don't yeah, <laughs> this, this bad boy. That one. Yeah, so that's it's, pretty cool. So it's like the Roman head with the spikes yeah. on the inside poking into the, mm. the masky face behind. I've already given them best live artists. Yeah. They can't, they can't have this one as well. <laughs> I'll go. Do you know what? Yeah, I'll go for Kirby on this one as well. Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to go for Parkway Drive because oh, I've given Vakovi something else. I, I, I actually respect them as musicians, Ollie. <laughs> the thing is, some of the, the other art, they like the single art is a little bit better than the album art. But as a whole package, you know, I, I'm thinking of it as the whole, like, the, they've got like the artwork for the singles. Yeah. And Janine's created a whole bloody world. Yeah, true. A whole bloody. Science fiction world. Very, very true. So you're going Nula? Yep. I'll go for Parkway on that one. Right then, my friends. Those are our predictions for the Heavy Music Awards 2023. Yes, my friends, and welcome back to the John Mahon Show, powered by Forever Loud. Forever Loud, or forever-loud.com for all your news, reviews, and... Bullshit like this. Yeah, make it your homepage for all of your latest music news. Yeah, or don't. 
It's up to you. <laughs> Ollie doesn't mind. It's up to you. But my friend, I, I ain't your boss. We are about to boss you in the direction of a brand new album. Yeah. That I haven't listened to other than the singles, whereas Ollie is well versed in the latest Sleep Token record. It's called Take Me Back to Eden. And we're going to skim through the first half of the album because obviously we're all quite aware of these songs. The thing is, right, I could have saved myself, but it was just too hard on Friday. The temptation was real. It was just any, anywhere I went online, Twitter, YouTube, it was just... Sleep token face. this, sleep token that. Yeah, you couldn't escape the token. Mm. Yeah. So sleep choking on. <laughs> it had you in a sleep chokehold. Yeah. Um, well, speaking of chokehold, that's the first song on it, isn't it? It is. I don't know how you, how you want to do this. Should we just skim through? Skim through. Yeah. So, I mean, how does the record open? Let's remember, Let's just remind ourselves. Do you reckon they're opening shows with chokehold? Yeah, they are. Oh, what a great opener. They hit you with the fucking summoning. And this is the song that actually, that was that like propelled them to the next level. Sex metalcore, my friends. We are absolutely fucking here for it. Well, this is the thing, it's like what everyone before we get into granite, every everyone wants to know what's the next step of like heavy music. And I feel like this is it. This is more well, it's gonna it's gonna get more people into heavy music, but yeah. it's also pushing the boundaries of what you can do, what you can get away with, you know, <laughs> essentially a metal album, but it's like some songs are, this song's basically an R&B song. Yeah. There's so many different flavors and it's not necessarily all, all metal, but I feel like it's a good way of introducing people into metal. A thousand percent. Accessibility is such a massive thing. Like you look at how bands like Limp Bizkit broke down barriers back a day with, you know, yeah. collaborating with quite a lot of rap artists. Like if you look at some of like the deeper cuts on Limp Bizkit stuff, you know, there's like, you see loads of influences from people like DMX, NWA. And well, they were, yeah. Like when Chocolate Starfish came out, they were arguably one of the biggest bands in the world. Yeah. Without a shadow in the down. charts. And I think that's exactly what Sleep Token are doing now. They're going, right, okay, let's take the other stuff that people who love this music are listening to and let's combine it with the stuff that we've spent years cultivating. Yeah, because this song is basically, <coughs> takes so much influence from R&B. So next up, another sexy banger. Aqua Regia. very jazz influenced on the piano. Four, so... This is one of the heaviest ones on the album. Very familiar with this one. This feels like an architect's song. There's a bit of everything for everyone in there. Yeah. What's next? It's like a uh, smorgasbord of uh, a genres. A platter, a platter of genres. A buffet. So next up is going to be brand new for you, John. Let's go. And it's, it's seven minutes long. But we're going to listen to this in its entirety because... I want to see your reaction. And Holy shit. Strap yourselves in, my friends. We're about to go on a fucking journey. We are. It, this song is a journey, so if you haven't heard it, strap strap in. Holy shit. I always think the testament of a seven-minute song is yeah. it, it doesn't feel like seven my, minutes. My only thing with that song is it kind of does seem like two songs, but then they do bring it back to the intro. At the end. At the end. Well, yeah. Because <clears throat> I think when I first put it on, it kind of like, at one point, I was like, is this, is this the same track? <laughs> had, to have a yeah. look. had to have a look. Mallory but, Knox did that when she took him to the lake. It was two songs, yeah. and then they combined it into the one but of them. after listening to it a few times, I'm like, I don't think it I don't think it should be two songs. I think they, it's like... It was two ideas. Yeah. Well, it's just, 
I kind of wish they would have brought back a bit more of that sort of flow, that R&B flow, yeah. a bit more. Yeah. Post Malone vibes. But again, it's it's kind of like, you start, it's a whole build, it's a journey, isn't it? It's, like it's a planting intro, of a seed. Then you have that. Because thing is, is that one thing I think Sleep Token have been really careful about is slowly progressing. Yeah. It's not progressing too quickly. And I think they're still saving ideas. So that idea of taking that flow that they did when it switches at the start of that, I think on a later record, we're going to see a flow like that over the top of a breakdown. Yeah. But it's just, I honestly, that's, that's fucking one of my favorite sleep token songs of all time. I think. Mm. And then are you ready for this next one? Uh, Are you really okay? I don't know is the answer. So this is another, Again, if you're just watching, join us, I've already listened to the album because I couldn't wait. I'm an impatient fucker. So I'm just watching your your reactions. I'm getting a live reaction from you. From, from me as well. Is this how you behaved when you heard it as well? But it's kind of, it's nice to see like how other people react. Cause yeah. Is it the same as how I reacted? And yeah. Sick. So far it is. And this next one's another curveball. Well, that was just straight up raw emotion for five minutes. Fucking and hell. Reminds me of old uh, Pearl Jam, ah, big, like, like power ballads, like Yellow Lead Better, yeah, and like Jeremy, mm. and it's just that this. I think the way he sings certain words and the melodies he's picked is, is very like nineties, nineties like anthemic rock. Yeah, for sure. Like, like he's got that bit where it's like yeah yeah, which is yeah. very. And even <laughs> even that melodic run of da 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 da. Yeah. Like that very much feels like a big. Yeah. You you fucking got this kind of nineties anthem. Fucking hell, man! What a band! This album is so fucking good. And it just doesn't get it doesn't dip either. Next up, this is a already released song. Have you heard do you this wish, one? Do you wish that you love me? Yeah. Very, Beautiful. very, very poppy, this one. Yeah. Some people weren't too keen on it. But, I loved um, it, man. Let's hit rain, because I feel like Do You Wish That You Love Me sets this one up now. Title track, which is an eight-minute epic. Should we do just, should we can do these last two, and then in the, do you want to do this in, in full, or do you want to have a little skip through? You can take me through the highlights of this one, because you know this one better than I do. Eight, eight minutes, f- 20, that song. But it felt like four. Doesn't feel like eight minutes. Yeah, I think because it, it's not just so much, so many transitions, and it all works together. And it's not just one flavor mm. that your brain doesn't sort of. It doesn't seem to drag in your mind. Yeah, you know, like oh, this is eight minutes long. It's like what's next? What's yeah, next? genuinely, you're constantly captivated by where they may take you, yeah. which is not only the sign of a great album it's a sign of a great long song like if you are going to step into the venture of going above the four five minute mark you really yeah. need to make sure you're holding people's attention especially in this day and age where you've got your, everyone's addicted to tiktok and yeah you got you got you got, you got to sell span. them in five seconds yeah everyone's attention span is so short these days for, for a band like sleep token to get big this year off the back of a six minute song yeah. as well is uh, impressive. a testament an absolute and releasing an, an album over an hour is very rare these days yeah man like most bands tend to max out about 40 minutes now yeah if that yeah and then on to the final song of the album we're at the end so i don't know if anyone is unaware from what i've heard in the press releases obviously sleep token don't do any press they don't speak to the press or which is Fucking cool. Yeah. So like no one's ever heard. Annoying for us. No one's ever heard heard anything officially from the band, but from their press releases, this is the fir- final of a three part. So it's a trilogy of albums 
starting with Sundowning. And the first song on the album is The Night, the Night Does Not Belong to God. To God. And then this is the last album on this. So it's kind of a full circle moment. I The first song I ever heard of Sleep Token was The Night Does Not Belong to God. When it was when they first released it, from it was the first single from Sundowning. I'd heard the name before. I'd heard people going on about Sleep Token, but I'd never actually listened to them. In my head, I, I was like, Sleep Token sounds like a metal band, like a fucking chuggy, heavy band. And then I heard that song, and I was like, Who is this fucking guy? Yeah, what a voice! So then, obviously, that sent me on my fucking journey of going back and listening to all the old stuff. And then for Sundowning campaign, every I think it was every Thursday, every other Thursday, they released a single from the album. So like that whole month or a few months, it was just like bang, I was waiting bang. for every Thursday and they just became my favorite, pretty much my favorite band overnight, really. Yeah. And when I heard this at the end of that album, it was just, it just felt like such a, uh, a reward. Weird, yeah. It's like, you, it's yeah, you exactly. You've been rewarded for sticking with this band and they've told you a story over three albums and they've come back around. I mean, I don't know exactly what the story story is, but it feels. I think personal. it's something that we as Sleep Token fans are gonna. It takes you on a journey. Out. Like it's more like a lot of people say this in like the comments of the the YouTube videos. It feels more than just a band. It's not just like something I listen to. It's like someone said it's like discovering a new color. Yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, that's a great yeah. description. It's like, like discovering a new color. Yeah, it's something more than music. It touches you more than just oh, this I like this song. It's yeah. And I feel like it's they've got so many different parts of them that soundtrack part, different parts of your life. If you're like, you know, if you want to fucking throw down, they've got yeah. the heavy songs. If you want to have a little cry, they've got the sad songs. If you want to have a, be a bit sexy, you want sexy <laughs> If you want to have a little grind. So every song on this album <coughs> has its own artwork. And I noticed, so this that last song we just listened to, the album artwork on this last, on the last song. So it's this so, new, look at the head of that character. So this is the, yeah. So I guess it's the end of the trilogy. Yeah. And the artwork is Vessel's beheaded or severed head in the arms of this guy, which leads me to believe that maybe when they come back next time. New mask. New mask. Maybe no mask. Maybe no, no mask. Imagine that. Because like if you look, this mask or whoever this I was going to say, if you look at that mask, the, the eye holes above obviously can't see out of the eye holes below can't see out, but the eye holes in the middle you can see out of that feels like a message yeah. to me. Because nothing Sleep Token do is by accident. No. They Everything has a meaning. Everything probably has some backstory and some lore. And this is very interesting. So I can't wait to see what they bring next. And I hope this isn't the end. Some people are speculating that it's the end of Sleep Token. But I think it's just the end of this chapter. This of chapter of Sleep Token, for sure. And didn't, didn't you say they were on a three-record deal as well? I think so. Did you not? <laughs> I don't think the first record was on Universal. Hmm. I don't think Sundowning was on a... Yeah, I think they were on a different label for Sundowning. Huh. Because usually when, you know, when a band, like, complete, like, something like that, it's because it's, like, usually record deal related, isn't it? Mm, but I feel like for a band like Sleep Token, they've probably planned this since the start. Oh, yeah, so for it, sure. It no, for sure. Been, like, yeah. if, like, you know... It's like, well, it's like what Creeper did it. They um had their end of album cycle, and they did, did that show at coco mm. was it yeah and they had the bit of the screens at the end and it was like a montage of all the times on tour and then they said goodbye and all all through their jackets on stage so everyone thought they'd broken up but that was just the end of that that era, era. creeper yeah interesting it worked like when this album campaign comes to a close i think one of the most important shows to go to will be that like i'm guessing they'll do like a full headline tour the last show will be the last show will probably be like wembley or something like that they'll yeah. probably end this campaign at 
at Wembley Arena and there'll be something dramatic at the end I of imagine, that. I imagine. I reckon... I mean, fucking Creeper already done it, though. Someone beheaded Will. Did you not on stage? Really? <laughs> yeah. I think that was their last show last year. Before they went on a little break. Someone came out and beheaded yeah, Will. Yeah, so Will has a like a prosthetic head made of him. So I, don't, I wasn't actually there. I saw pictures of it. But yeah, I can imagine that's the sort of thing Sleeper Token might do. I'd love to see that. But a bit more... Uh, theatrical hell yeah huge well we've had a long show yeah our longest show so far my friends thank you for sticking with us well over two hours this one but i feel like that album deserves the uh, respect and attention yeah if you if you enjoyed us doing a proper like album review and reaction for the first time let us know because if so we'll carry on doing more of these thanks and darling was on spine farm records it was so that 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 very well could be a three it very well could be a three album deal don't really get free album deals a lot these days Mm. yeah yeah three's like the standard number now yeah 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 but i honestly i don't think they've done it because they've they want to sign yeah, no, no, yeah, no, I, I know, feel like, like they, I feel like Spine Farm are very much behind what they're doing creatively. Oh yeah, for sure. But if you are if you are flat out going like for a full new change, yeah, and you are aware, but then you don't want to get in that position when you sign to a major label, and then they're like, we expect you to sell X amount, or, yeah, and then you don't sell that amount, and then they'll they fuck you over, yeah, or like they don't give you all creative control, like Derek was saying from Made Parade, yeah, true. A brief stint at Atlantic was a bit controlling yeah but i think steep they can just need to do seek keep doing what they're doing like yeah just, there's nothing wrong with their trajectory at the moment they no. don't need any more no they don't need a just bigger keep push. doing what they're fucking doing yeah and the sky's the limit yeah my friends well thank you ever so much for tuning in over the last couple of hours and we're also going to we'll shake re- things up a little bit but we'll tell you more about that later down the line we've got some big plans for the show don't tell me <laughs> we've loosely discussed some big plans for the show my friends i'm thank- getting fired <laughs> Not a chance. This this show would not be anywhere near as good without Ollie. It would just be me having a nervous breakdown. Thanks, guys, for for tuning in. Yeah. Um, John will be at both North and South Slam Dunks if you see him. Yeah. I'll be at North only, but uh, if you see me, say hello. Hell yeah! I'm not. Go- I'm not I'm, well, I'm pretty awkward, but I'll say hi. Well, you're not awkward <laughs> in the slightest. You've got a great sense of humour. Very dry. Sense Very of dry sense of humour, but it's my favourite. But yeah, I, we really appreciate first. all the people that have tuned in because we're still a very young channel and yeah. it's just... I thought no one would be watching. Yeah. So that, the fact that we have some people watching is yeah. fucking amazing. It, it so. genuinely means the world. And like, this is a community, man. Like, this is just going to grow and grow and grow. And the fact that we've already got people like dedicating this amount of time out of their evenings, coming through, having musical conversations, chatting to each other, chatting to us. It means the world. And this is exactly what we wanted from this show. We just want it to be a home for music lovers. If you love music in any way, shape or form. Home for music lovers and abs. Well, Pecs. Pecs, yeah. <laughs> I've like my nipple has been trying to escape the entire fucking stream Welcome and I've had to, to like the John Mahan chest hour. <laughs> just just me just pressing various stuff. That's barely a vest, is it? It, it like it's hanging on by it, a thread. It like genuinely this is the minimal amount of material required <laughs> legally to call something a vest. But yeah, Kaz, thank you ever so much. Dr. Scott, thank you ever so much. To everyone else in the chat, thank you ever so much. We can't tell you how much it means to us, how grateful we are and how much we appreciate your time. You're simply the best. Um, <laughs> do you want to do your sign-off? Hell yeah. All that's left for me <laughs> to say, my friends, is my name's John Mahon. Peace and love. Stay alive. And I'm Ollie Rout. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> Look at that for episode five in the bag. Yeah. Solid pod.
no guests this time, but we uh, it was a good episode, I think. Real solid episode. Yeah, I mean, it's nice to do a deep dive into an album, especially one of that calibre. Yeah, and believe me when I say that won't be the last time you see us do a whole album review on the show. When Bring Me The Horizon drop post-human next gen, we'll probably do an entire stream dedicated to listening to that album. Hell yeah. Yeah, I can't wait. What an album that's going to be. so fucking excited about that record. And on the next episode, we were, we weren't in our little studio in Birmingham. No. We were actually in a field in Leeds, Leeds. of all places for the Slam Dunk John Mahon Show special. It was indeed the John Mahon Show live-ish from Slam Dunk Festival 2023 is coming to you on episode six of the podcast. And some of the interviews from Slammy D, you've got Four Years Strong, Vakovi, Lolo and Girlfriends. Anyone else? Four Years Strong, Vakovi, Lolo, Girlfriends. Yeah, I think that was it. Four. Four solid interviews from our Slam Dunk Festival special 2023. That is coming your way next on episode six of the John Mahon Show. But before we get out of here, as always, just a friendly reminder, we would really, really love it if you could like and subscribe, not just wherever you get your podcast from, but also over on our YouTube channel as well. And... The whole sleep token gimmick from this show would make more sense if you headed over to YouTube and watched our actual reactions to the sleep token videos. Yeah, you could see our faces, our lovely faces. What? (laughs) (laughs) But all that's left for us to say today, my friends, is my name's John Mahon. Peace and love. Stay alive. And I'm Ollie Rout. Go fuck yourselves.